You're listening to Trinity Fremont's Sermon Podcast, where you can hear God's Word preached each and every week. Our purpose at Trinity is to raise up Christ's followers in our families and in our communities. We pray that as you listen to this week's sermon, you'll be encouraged and equipped to live out your faith in all that you do. That's the, the word we're really focused on today is that word hope. Right, because today, uh, this weekend in the church calendar is is All Saints weekend, and All Saints weekend always happens after Reformation weekend, and the reason for that is because they're actually days. Reformation Day is October thirty first, uh, and then All Saints Day is November first. And actually, uh, if you you do something different. If, if when you think of October 31st, you don't think of Reformation Day, that's because of All Saints Day. You know, on November 1st is All Saints Day. The, the day before, the night before is All Saints Eve, or maybe you've heard it called All Hallows Eve, right? And so All Saints Day, though, is a day in the church calendar uh, where the tradition is to remember those who have passed away in faith over the previous year. It's uh, it's something that we'll be doing later in the service called the Commemoration of the Faithful Departed. Uh, this year we're going to be remembering those who have passed away over the, the past two years because we were unable to do that this past year. But, but as, we, as we think about remembering those who have passed away, one of the questions that I get most often as a pastor is, you know, Pastor, what happens when I die? And that is, that is the one question that I, that I get more than any other question. And, and, and today we're going to think of a different question, but really the, the two questions go hand in hand. Uh, today we're going to be thinking about the question, where is your hope? But before we talk about hope, we need to remember why we need to have hope at all. Right? Because first of all, we, we see the effects of sin all that more obviously on a day like today. Uh, Romans 6 23 tells us that, that the wages of sin is death. And so as, as we remember those who have passed away, we, we see very clearly the wages of sin. Uh, we, we see the, the brokenness in the world around us. Over the last 18 or so months, we've seen the effects of sin and brokenness here in this earth. And, and so we need hope. We very clearly need hope, and, and, and we need to cling to something in this broken world. So, so what is your hope? What is the hope that you have as a Christian? Well, sometimes when we, when we think of our hope, uh, we think of, uh, of dying and going to heaven. Right? If you've ever read the book, Heaven is for Real, that's, that's the hope that's brought forth in that book. And there's really nothing else. In that, that is simply and purely the hope is, is dying and going to heaven. And, and this is a, a view of very, uh, of many American Christians. So, so if, if this is our hope, uh, when we think about the future, when we think about the, the promises of God in Christ Jesus, we, we really only think about dying and going to heaven. We, we think about leaving this corrupt creation behind, leaving our bodies behind and going to be with Jesus. And there are elements of, of truth with this view of hope. However, this, this view of hope, if that is the extent of our hope, uh, we really ignore the creeds that we confess each and every week. Uh, we, we forget that, that the creed, the last two lines of the creed are, you know, I believe in the resurrection of the body and the life everlasting. 
that this view of hope, if this is the extent of our hope, it actually makes death a good thing because it, it relieves us of this physical world. And, and in this view of hope, if this is the extent of it, sin wins. Death wins. Now, now again, there, there are elements of truth to this view of hope. Uh, the, the element of truth that we find in this view is the promise of, of the interim state of the soul. Uh, that's how Francis Pieper calls it. That is that if we die, and, and it's very possible that, that not all of us will die, maybe Jesus will return today, uh, and, and He will take us to be with Him. But, but if we die in faith, even though death literally uh, rips our human nature apart, even though our, our bodies and souls are unnaturally split in two, still our souls experience this blessed rest and awareness of Jesus in paradise. Right? That's how Jesus talks to the, 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 the thief on the cross, right? That, that today you will be with me in paradise. And this is true, and it's, it's good that, that if and when we die, we know that we will be with Jesus. But if this is the extent of our hope, we're drastically missing out on the promises of God. Because our ultimate hope is centered on that promise that Jesus will return in glory, to this creation. Our ultimate hope is in the resurrection of the dead. Our ultimate hope points us to that life everlasting that we confess in the creed. Our hope is for that day, that day that's prophesied about, that's promised in Isaiah chapter 25, uh, where, where the prophet says this. He says, on this mountain, the Lord of hosts will make for all peoples a feast of rich food, a feast of well-aged wine, of rich food full of marrow, of aged wine well-refined. And he will swallow up on this mountain the covering that's cast over all peoples, he, the veil that is spread over all nations, and he will swallow up death forever. And the Lord God will wipe away tears from all faces, and the reproach of his people he will take away from all the earth, for the Lord has spoken. And it will be said on that day, Behold, this is our God. We have waited for him that he might save us. This is the Lord. We have waited for him. Let us be glad and rejoice in his salvation. And I love the way that that, that last verse, verse 9 starts. It will be said on that day. Right, That day when Jesus returns to make all things new, that day when the graves will be opened and all who have faith in Jesus will be raised to new life, that day when our bodies will be made new and perfect and tears are wiped away and when death is swallowed up, that day. And that day is the day that we get this foretaste of in John chapter 11. In John 11, we see that Jesus is the resurrection and the life. It's what I read for you earlier today. We see that those who believe in Jesus, though they may die here on this earth, that they will live with Jesus forever. And again, I didn't read the entirety of that story for you earlier, but, but that's the story of where Mary and Martha are mourning the death of their brother Lazarus. And as Jesus comes to them, we see Jesus has compassion on them. He cares for them. He feels their pain and he weeps with them. He, he weeps and mourns the effects of sin and evil and death in this world. But then Jesus does something special. Jesus has the stone rolled away and he speaks three words. He says, Lazarus, come out. Now these words aren't words that are typically spoken into the grave. 
Right? I, I just had a graveside committal uh, on Friday as we, as we laid to rest Edgar Myers, who was you know, 106, would have been 107 this year. Uh, and, and as I gathered with the family at the graveside, I did not speak those words to Edgar. Right? I have never spoken those words at, at a graveside committal to anyone with any sense of expectation. But Jesus did speak these words to Lazarus, and Lazarus did come out, right? Three days after Lazarus had died, Jesus raised him from the dead. And today, all of those who have died in faith await those same words. Someday in in that day, Jesus will speak those words to them. Jesus will say, come out. And a trumpet will sound, and in, in an instant, in the twinkling of an eye, all who have faith will be raised to new life. Their bodies will be made new and perfect. They'll be reunited with all those who have died in faith as well as those, all of those who are still here on this earth when Jesus returns. And on that day, on that day when Jesus returns to make all things new, all those who have faith in Jesus will be transformed. The perishable will put on the imperishable. The, the mortal will put on immortality. That is the hope that you have in Jesus, that that is your ultimate hope that you can look forward to. And I've used this word hope a lot today. And the word hope is actually a hard word to talk about because when we use the word hope in a biblical conversation, that's very different than we, when we use the word hope in just our daily conversations Right? Because when I use the word hope in a conversation, in a daily conversation, it's a wish. It's a want. It's a desire, right? If it, I, I might say to you, boy, I sure hope that the Nebraska basketball season is a little less heartbreaking than the, the football season has been, right? That seems like it should, it should happen. It seems like it's almost guaranteed, but it's still a wish. It's not guaranteed. But when we talk about the hope that we have in Jesus, that's not a wish. That is sure and certain confidence. And how can we be so, so sure and certain? Well, it's because Jesus is our first fruit. Ephesians 15 verses 20 to 23 tells us that, but in fact, Christ has been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. For as by man, as by one man came death, by a man has come also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, so also in Christ shall all be made alive, but each in his own order. Christ the firstfruits, then at his coming on that day, those who belong to Christ. Because Jesus is our firstfruits, because Jesus has already risen from the dead, those who have faith in him will too rise to new life when he returns to make all things new. So where is your hope? Your hope is in Jesus. Not only will you be with Jesus when you die, but you will be with Jesus in the new creation for all of eternity. You will have a new and perfect body that will never age, never grow tired, never get sick, uh, never cry, and never die. That is the hope that you have. And this hope, though, isn't just something that, that, that we have in the future. This is a hope that you have right now. 
because you already have eternal life. As, as the Spirit works faith in your life through, through the waters of baptism, through, through the hearing of God's Word, as the Spirit works faith in your life, your eternal life starts now. And so when you, be, when you die, you will be with Jesus. And then when Jesus returns, you will spend eternity with Him and all who have faith in Him in a new and perfect earth with a new and perfect body. So that's why on today, on, on All Saints Day, the, the pyramids, the, the altar is changed to white because Jesus has already won victory over the grave. Alleluia! Christ is risen! He is risen indeed. Alleluia. That's why we can sing songs like at the early service we sing, God's own child, I gladly say it. As we look forward to that day, as we are children of God and look forward to that day when he will return. That's why later today we're going to sing Glorious Day. Right? Both of those are songs that I plan on putting on my funeral uh, papers. Uh, but, but we can sing Glorious Day where we say, you called my name and I ran out of the grave right, out of the darkness into your glorious day, right? That's a, a now and not yet song, right? It's happened now as you have eternal life, as, as the Spirit has worked faith in your life. He's brought you into new life, but that's also what will happen on that day, that day when Jesus returns and calls all of those who have died in faith out of the grave. Alleluia, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. That's why even though we see brokenness all around us, we can gather together to sing the praises of God. We can gather together to worship God. We can gather together to celebrate all that God has done for us. We can gather together that Jesus has defeated death when he rose from the grave. Alleluia. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. And because Jesus is risen. Those who have faith in him will too rise again to new life on that day. And so today on this day when we remember those who have died in faith over these past two years, may you be comforted by the fact that they are with Jesus. And then may you be fully comforted on that day. On that day when Jesus returns to, to raise up them and all who have gone before them in faith and all who go after them in faith. Because our hope points us towards that day when we will be fully comforted. So maybe you, may you be comforted today and may you be fully comforted on that day when Jesus does return to make all things new. Amen.